listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Alive Again. My name is Brent Atwater, and this is Pet Life Radio. Today, in our first segment, we're going to address questions on animal reincarnation. And we have several lovely guests. But first, let's hear from our sponsors, and then we'll talk to our guests. We'll transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors. Buster. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition. I guarantee it. Petco. With healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10. L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Alive Again on Pet Life Radio. My name is Brent Atwater, and today we're taking questions about animal reincarnation. I see we have a caller on the line. Let's see. Her name is Lizbeth. Miss Lizbeth, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, we're moving right along here. What's your question about animal reincarnation? I was wondering um, if... If my cat Merlin and my deceased cat were at a shelter when I wasn't yet ready to adopt, would the angels oversee our reunion by making certain that something would intervene there or that maybe when I was ready to adopt, he would actually be returned to the shelter? Or I, Because I, I um, met a, a gray kitten back in early April, and he really did remind me of Merlin, and when he was handed over to me, he was exceptionally calm, and I have since been told by uh, an animal communicator that that is like something that she would tell the kitten that was incoming that, you know, that when the person comes to get them, that they should be very calm, and I just wondered if I, I don't, I can't believe that I, that I would have missed my cat, but 
I wanted to study him more, and that was back in early April, so I really wonder what's going on and where he might be, because it could be any time for his return. Okay, well, first of all... And what he would look at, what he okay. would look like. Well, first of all, when I look at the energy, which is what I do, when I look at the energy in my mind, when you were talking about that cat and I looked at it, that's Merlin. Even though I know you probably wanted him to return in the form and color he was before, but what's more important is the energy. Now, if, in fact, Merlin has come into that cat, then nobody will be able to adopt him or that cat will be returned to the shelter. We had the story of a border collie who was in an animal shelter across the country from its owner and was an eight-year-old dog and had been adopted out eight or nine times and returned every single time so that when the owner came, who was the owner to which the dog reincarnated, they showed signs to one another and knew their souls just instantly recognized one another. So I think that if this is truly Merlin, that number one, the angels in the universe will make sure that no matter whether he gets adopted out or whatever, you won't miss him. And number two, no one will get him. Even if he's returned three and four times, he'll keep coming back because he came to reincarnate with you. And that's what the process is. Because mm -hmm. in the process of matching energy, his energy came to connect with your energy. So just like there was another dog that we had, that the dog was sent to the shelter. He was adopted out and he bit everybody. And then he was turned back in. He went to another shelter and he pottied all over the floor of these people. So they brought him back. So the animal itself, in that particular case, created all of the incidents that made the people want to return him back to the shelter. And then when his real mom walked in, he says, Mom, I'm here. And has been a perfect dog ever since. So I don't know if that answers you or not, but I think yeah, that that's very encouraging. I think that, in other words, the minute you talked to me, I was getting chills, which we consider God bumps. And unlike an animal communicator, I don't listen to the animal. I look at the energy and having looked at Merlin's past energy and looking at this cat's life force energy, it's the same energy pattern. I think it's the, the great kitten with Merlin. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because the great kitten and he had blue eyes. Mm -hmm. And he's with somebody now, and I just have to track back because I would hope that the shelter would would have, you know, I wanted to study him more, and I was just there, like, momentarily. And uh, he was a boy, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he was, just some of the things he did that, that really... Well, the most important so thing is this, and see, and, and Merlin may have been oversoling the kitten, but that kitten, when you looked at it, had the same energy because unlike an animal communicator, I'm looking at the energy and mm -hmm. the energy surrounding that kitten had Merlin qualities because I just got chills all over me when you started talking about that kitten. Now, now I have to find out where he might have gone. Well, but then another thing is this. I think you can ask yourself. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Use the prayers yeah. uh, in the book, Animal Reincarnation, and ask him to lead you to him if it is, in fact, Merlin. Mm -hmm. Now, it's possible... Okay. If Merlin is going to be a walk-in, that Merlin's spirit could have been there that day and was just sort of hovering in the area to make sure that you looked at the cats that you were supposed to look at. If factually that kitten is Merlin, it will come back to you. It will get turned in. You will run into it. It will come back to you. If it's not Merlin, but it was just Merlin's energy going with you that day, mm -hmm. you know, because you said you felt Merlin around you before and things like that. Yeah. Okay, well, if it was just Merlin's energy going there, and when you put the focus on the energy, sort of Merlin sort of taking his energy and twirling around the kitten to see if I like it or if I don't, then that kitten won't come back to you. And that'll be the universe saying to you, 
okay because you are so close to Merlin and to Merlin's energy that factually Merlin went with you to or his energy because it's on the other side of the veil for people who are not as in tune to this as Lisbeth is. Then Merlin's energy went with you to, quote, check out the bodies of which one he was. Yeah, there's something in the expression of the cat, and, and I, it just sort of like kept, I kept thinking about it and thinking, why didn't I go back over there? Because, well, I did that next day, and I brought a little toy, but, but then it was, they weren't going to be ready for adoption at the time for another maybe three weeks or so. So he was probably adopted out sometime in May, wherever he went that particular cat. Have you gone to see if he's been there at all? I know they're not. He's That litter isn't there anymore. Okay. Well, and in my mind, if factually that litter's not there and he's not been returned in the last several months and they were adopted out in May, then that wasn't Merlin. That was just Merlin's energy going with you to look at the kittens because the okay. universe is not going to let you miss your animal. Right. So he was just sort of coming through that cat at that moment. He was, Maybe. here's, think of it this way. Have you ever seen how a cat will look at another cat, how they just sort of walk and they rub up against each other and, you know, smell yeah. each other and scent? Okay. Well, basically, because Merlin's energy was on the other side, you had the little kitten and Merlin's energy was just like surrounding it and encompassing it mm-hmm. to go, hmm, do we like this or do we not? Well, I don't know if I want to be striped this time or I don't know if I want to have blue eyes. And if he was like doing, embracing the kitten's energy like, surrounding it because a lot of times when you will do a reading a lot of people who can't see energy will consider the energy the same as another entity whereas a person Mm -hmm. who can see energies you see two separate life force energies and so this way Merlin's energy was there and the kitten's energy was there and Merlin was either making the decision to go in it and to be a part of it or not and if this cat did not in your soul ring every bell, ding, 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 come get me, come find me, come be with me, come check on me, then obviously it wasn't Merlin. But it had Merlin's energy around it. For instance, I had a lady who had a dog. She looked at the newborn pictures and she said, that's my puppy. And she drove 12 hours across country on the picture of a newborn puppy going, that's my puppy. But you didn't have that compelling inside you. You had a thoughtfulness, but not a compelling See the difference? Yeah. What do you see his characteristics as being? Do you, do you mm. see he's going to come back as a gray cat? Or Hello? I'm right here. I have to be quiet. I know you're not supposed to have dead space on the radio, but to look at uh, an animal's energy, you have to be quiet so I can track right, their sure. energy. I still am getting that he's going to be a boy, and I'm getting that he's going to have a gray on his tummy. I'm looking at a gray tummy. Mm-hmm. You know, like a smoky gray. You know how like a Simon, not what are those things called, a Persian Mm-hmm. Has like a smoky gray stomach. I'm getting he's got sure. yep. there are areas on his stomach that are smoky gray because I'm not seeing he's rolling over. It's like show me stummy and I'm seeing tummy. But I think the most important thing for you to know is if you didn't have that driving compulsion mm-hmm. after that, then that was his decision and your decision that that wasn't it. That he wasn't going to inhabit that body. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because if he was, let me tell you, as connected as you are to that cat, you'd have been over there every day watching him grow up. Yeah, sometimes I think that maybe I should have been doing that. That's what scares me. Okay, well, let me tell you about the should-haves. When you comes to the universe, there are no should-haves. Okay. It's just sort of like when you made a drive to go work with a a person and you drove from Atlanta to Florida, you just knew you had to be there. Mm -hmm. 
It's just what you did. Well, same way with Merlin, except a thousand times stronger. You'll just know that that's what you're supposed to do. And nobody's going to be able to stop you. Nobody's going to be able to talk you out of it. Yeah. Okay. So what you need to do is feel that you did the right thing with your energy and communicate with Merlin about ask Merlin, like there's a section in our book that says, show me, lead me to you, show me where you are, lead me to you. And that's the prayer of asking Merlin's energy to take you to the body that he's going to reincarnate in. So if you'll just keep using that, what you're doing is your life force energy will be connecting with Merlin's life force energy. And then just like he accompanied you to check that kitten out, he will take you to where he is because you'll just feel compelled. Like, well, you know, I need to go over there today or I need to go over there today. And that compelling is coming from the heart connection that the two of you have. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not about talking. It's not about words. It's just pure energy instinct and knowing. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that can. Because, see, if that had been the definite body, you would have had that pure energy instinct and knowing and go, I don't care. This is my cat. Put a name on it. Call me the minute you're ready to go. But you didn't do that. So it was more like Merlin was accompanying you rather than saying, Mom, it's me. You have a new revised edition of the Animal Reincarnation book out, don't you? Now? Yes, ma'am. Because mm-hmm. I, I was looking for that on Amazon, and I don't think I saw it on Amazon. But I, uh, it should be there. The it doesn't of- say that. I don't think it says revised edition, but it that is oh, the okay. one. Yeah. It's on iBooks, iTunes, and all the all the books all over everywhere. So the revised, when the minute I change the manuscript, it changes on all of them, and I'm getting ready to do it again. Because every time I get new <laughs> questions, <laughs> I do it again. Is in the revised edition the part where to talk with your animal's energy to yes. have them lead you to? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. And if you don't have a copy of that, let me know. But I think we sent you one. Yeah, I did get a copy. And yeah, of the um, initial book. And okay, yeah, well, we'll I, I check to support through it. <laughs> That's one. Okay. Well, we'll check on this now. What we need to do is take a sponsor break, and then we'll be right back to alive again. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. 
Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Pet Life Radio and Alive Again. Well, after that fun question about learning to connect with your pets and knowing that your pet can take their energy and go with you to find their new body, let's answer our second caller. And our second caller today is Miss Sharon. Sharon, how may we answer your questions about pet reincarnation today? Hi, Brent. Thank you for taking my call. Um, oh, you're, where are you calling from? Florida. All right. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Eleven weeks ago, I lost my kitty cat, Tinkerbell. She crossed over. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to find out if she will reincarnate and if she's going to be a boy or girl. And I'm also trying to find out what she would look like and if that can change or if the timing of her coming back can change. Fabulous questions for all our listeners out there. Now, let me take them one at a time, and when I start answering information, I tap into the energy, so guide me a little bit if I get off course here. For those listeners out there who don't understand how we know if an animal is going to reincarnate, let me tell you how I do it. I close my eyes, and I ask to connect with the animal's life force energy. When I ask to connect with the animal's life force energy, I then see the animal, and I track it back to its past, which could be prior to Tinkerbell's death, or if you want to know if your animal has been with you before, I run that life force energy back into other incarnations and all the way through your lifetime from the day you were born. So we can track it back to see if that animal has been with you. And by the way, Tinkerbell has been with you in two other incarnations. Now, moving forward in this incarnation, after Tinkerbell's death, She transitioned over, and I get that she'll be back in three and a half years. Now, she could come before that time. When I do this, for those of you who are new to the audience and listening, I watch Tinkerbell go out into the future, and I ask my guides, how many years out? Two, three, and I hear the term three and a half years, and I say, well, is that when she's coming? And then I hear, no, she could come between three and three and a half years. Then the next thing I do is I say, okay, If Tinkerbell is coming back within a three, three and a half year period, let me look at her and see what she looks like so that I can tell Sharon how to identify Tinkerbell. At that point in time, the energy shows up and I actually see Tinkerbell in her new life form. I still see her as a tortie. I think she's got uh, some orange stripes and I believe she was black and white before because you sent us a photograph of this. But this time I think she's going to have more tortoiseshell qualities. Because mm-hmm. on her face, I see like a starburst around around her eyes. And let me see back there. Under her tail, I see a little extremely orange area so that if you lift her little... Because this little cat strutted. Did she not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I she called was her like, monkey butt. <laughs> monkey butt. Yeah, well, she would just work a runway, girlfriend, if she was in fashion. Yes. Absolutely precious personality. 
And let's see what else I see. And then another thing this cat, your Tinkerbell, does is what she's showing me is that she takes her paw and reaches for you like, excuse me, I'm here. Did you do that? Okay. And so for the listeners who are not familiar with this, what I do is I look at the life force energy of Tinkerbell. And when she's sitting there in her new little body, I'm seeing her take her paw and reach, which I don't know what that means, but obviously Sharon understands that that stinker. And then you, the cat turns and she walks from me and her little energy is like sashaying it, like work it, girlfriend. If you used to call her monkey butt, then. <laughs> I did. Obviously. She would have a certain little walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take that tail and flick it, right? Yes. You know. So what I get is I hope I've covered all your questions in that. Yes, I see her coming back between three and three and a half years. I don't think she's going to be back earlier than that. And when I tap into the energy surrounding her, I think it's because that's when you're going to need her more. I get that she will be living 13 and a half plus years. And for the audience who doesn't understand, what I do is I look at Tinkerbell's future energy and I run it out and I say, how long is she going to live? And then she tells me 13 and a half years, a little bit more. She won't have a horrific transition this time. It'll She'll die more of old age causes. So I feel that this time she passed with more of a, a rapid passing from a disease that took her down rather quickly. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And I'll try not to get upset, but yes, she uh, she passed away the week of her birthday. She was only six. Mm-hmm. And she got a disease called chylothorax, which is a... Somehow she got a leak in her lymphatic system, mm-hmm. and it leaks chyle fluid into the chest cavity. And I guess it's not a very positive outcome at all. Yeah, because she couldn't be able to breathe. Her heart would be compressed by the fluid that was in her head. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, the good part is she is coming back between three and a half years, and I think she'll be coming back to stay much longer with you this time. And, Great. Um, I am absolutely thrilled that you allowed us to answer your questions today. And I'm even more thrilled that I get to tell you, Tinkerbells were coming. Tinkerbell is coming. <laughs> so do you, you need, do you, I'm you sorry. need to get her a new name. Yep. Yes. Well, it depends. Is she going to be a boy or a girl? If it's a tortie, probably a girl. Well, when I lift her little tail up and I look, it's girl parts. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> I'm is happy with the girl. Latest, that is girl parts. I'll probably name her a sugar muffin or something. That's good. That's good. That's good. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you so much. We're going to a sponsor break now, and then we're going to go to the second section of our show, which is answering your questions as an animal medical intuitive and seeing what your health issues are. See you soon. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. from experience feels like home for her enter the code lucky 10 l-u-c-k-y the number 10 and get 10 percent off any order no minimum at petco.com 
Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Alive Again. And this is the second portion of our show today. And in the second portion, we answer holistic animal questions about your pet's health. And you can go from the perspective of, as an animal medical intuitive, I look inside your pet's body, see its bones, nerves, blood vessels, and answer your questions. But today, Meg, who is an associate of ours, has a question that came in from uh, Debbie. So, Meg, if you'll take it from here, please. Hi, everybody. Our good friend Debbie over at the uh, Women's Pet Industry Association wanted to ask us about her two beagles. Like so many people all over the country, her area has been experiencing a real record-breaking summer, and her poor dogs have been suffering with itchy skin, and they've tried everything to help them. Even her friends are calling her saying that their dogs are having the same problems. She'd love any ideas about how to help these fur babies. Well, um, I believe you have fur babies that have had this problem, haven't you? Oh, my goodness. Brent, my little white Bichon is allergic to everything, but in hot weather, he suffers from the same symptoms. And as you know, I'm not a medical professional, but I wanted to share with anybody that this might help what worked for me. It does take a couple of more minutes on your part, so maybe an extra 10 minutes or so. And it does make a difference if you are having an inside dog or an outside dog. It's much easier to deal with when you have an inside dog. So the first thing I would suggest is wash your dog's feet when they do come in. You can wipe them with a wet cloth or if your pooch is small enough, you can dunk his paws in a pan of cold water and, and dry them off. Now with a bigger dog, you could just hose them, right? Yes, absolutely. And if it's all over itchiness, a quick rinse off, again, with that hose that you just mentioned, Brent, should provide some relief. And what I found is because my dog goes to a groomer, it's a double-coated dog, even though she's using sensitive shampoo for this dog, the shampoo was still a problem. So when I, I don't throw him in the shower, but when I gently place him in the shower and run water over him with some very diluted baby shampoo, it really helps. Well, another way that you need to know how you can dilute the energy, itchiness is a form of energy. And water, and I'm speaking from the energy connection, folks, water dilutes and negates and neutralizes energy. A lot of people who have Mm -hmm. cancer sit in water to help remove the pain. But I had a dog who had an immune system disorder, and he was a great 125-pound yellow lab, and we would sit him in a tub of water. So even if you don't use any shampoo whatsoever, if your Mm -hmm. dog is itchy, use a not warm, not cold, but tempered room temperature water for the dog. And you're thinking, well, will this dry them out? Meg, tell them about that. Actually, the best thing that I found and I got great advice from my good friend Brent was I started with our 17-pound dog to add a half a teaspoon of olive oil to the dog's food once a day. 
And after about five days, there was such a big difference. So if the itchiness has anything to do with dry skin, you may want to try some olive oil. And you want extra virgin olive oil cold press, just like we humans have. You know, what's good for them is good for us. Only the best. And another thing that itchy feet can be, just besides grass allergies, is you can have food allergies. I have a dog that is extremely allergic to food Mm -hmm. and has to have a very limited diet. So just because your dog comes in and he's itching his feet, it can be Mm -hmm. food allergies, grass allergies, or just plain psychonervousness, which might need a behaviorist to help you teach the dog to calm down and to invest his energy in other opportunities rather than just gnawing his feet. Mm-hmm. Now, were you going to say about an oatmeal bath also, I believe? Yes. And that has proved also uh, successful in certain times with him. So I don't, I think it has to do with seasonal allergies. Sometimes the oatmeal will work and, and sometimes it won't. But uh, definitely water, water, water. That has really proved to be a great help for him. He feels so bad for these little fur babies running around and they're scratching, they're itching, and they can really cause some damage to their skin. Which causes a damage to your pocketbook after you take oh, them home. Yeah. <laughs> So, what we want to do is wrap up our show today. We ask you to send your questions for uh, your pet's health to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. Or if you have animal reincarnation questions, send it to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. For those of you who are interested in hearing our other shows, you can find us on podcast and iTunes. And if you'd like to see the books that we've been talking about today, go to www.BrentAtwater.com or www that southern you know just plain love books we hope that we've given you advice today to help you have a better understanding of animal reincarnation because we want your heart to hold hope and not to hold grief our next section is going to be about animal medical intuitive readings and pet loss hope so join us on our next section and we'll look forward to seeing you next week Bye-bye. let's talk pets every week on demand Only on PetLifeRadio.com.